Meanwhile, in Moira's No Place, on Krakoa, Mystique and Destiny interrogate Moira X. So, humans, machines, are losing an inevitability. Your secret desire is what? You want us to pick a side? I want to save us. No. You want to cure us. I... Well... Kinda. Huh? What do you mean, kinda? I don't want to cure mutants. I want to cure... Lesbians. Oh, 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 hell no. Irene, did you not see this coming? I did not see this co- Oh, hell no. What? And not just lesbians. I want to cure all queers. Oh, hell. What? I've had to sit with Xavier and Magneto as they diddle each other left and right. Oh. Did you see that coming? Oh, how dare you? I mean, this is the- Cyclops and Wolverine. They're diddling each other, too. Okay. It's disgusting. Okay, well, all of Krakoa is bisexual now, so I think, you know, maybe it's time that you should just leave. All right, Doug, Warlock. Th- that's why the- all of Krakoa needs to be cured. Oh. Cured of your disease. Oh, disgusting. You are horrifying. Go on Newsmax or Fox News, bitch. We don't need any of that here, all right? Warlock. Maybe I will. Okay, yeah, just, just go through the gate. Go through the gate, and once you go through, you're no longer a mutant, so you can't come back out, Okay. And Marvel never should have put a gay kiss in Eternals. It ruined the movie! Alright, alright, close the gate! And that Timothy Chalamet is too twinky to be a male leading man. Oh, close the fucking gate! He looks gate. like a girl. Oh, close it! Good lord. Self, not friend Moira, is a self cunt. <gasps> Warlock! Hi, everybody, and welcome back. We're back. Uh, This is episode 208 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I forgot where we were in the count. It's been so long. Um, What's my co-host's name again? Oh, yes, it's Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil. 2022. We're back in 2022. 208 in 2022. Let's hope we make it through the entire year. I don't know the way this year is starting out. I know. Good Lord. The new superhero that's affecting everybody this year is Omicron. Captain Omicron, more of a villain. Yeah, more of a super villain, if you will. Um, Oh, please, we've got comic books and comic book related TV and movies to get us through this year. Let's celebrate them. Fuck yeah. How was your break, Evil? It was good. I I am doing great. I got engaged. (gasps) Evil Jeff! Yes! I decided I need to get game married before uh, it becomes illegal, just like Roe v. Wade. Yeah, um, that's going to happen. So uh, that was fun. And then I just like got fun. suspended on the East Coast. Um, and I went to Baltimore, D.C., and Jacksonville, Florida. And oh, you know some of my favorite places. You know about something about Jacksonville, Florida? Uh, they uh, don't like trashy? masks. They don't. Yeah, like, no, they don't no. think the COVID is a real thing. So that was a very weird. It's great going into a red state. Is weird. Was weird. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One million people dead. <laughs> Still a hoax, though, yeah. right, everybody? Yeah. Ooh, the boy. other strange. We're not thing, here. Yep. The other strange thing about Jacksonville I didn't realize is like I the the big east west highway in LA is the ten. Yes, from the west coast, so we say the the ten, but. Oh. 
the 10 ends and Santa Monica. We were in Jacksonville, not realizing that Jackson that Jacksonville is the beginning of <gasps> I-10. You call it I-10. Oh, that's so interesting. Don't call it the 10. But we were, so I was at the beginning of my freeway. Hold on. It's a road that goes all the way from Florida to California? It goes from Jacksonville all the way through Texas, all the way to to Los Angeles. Oh my God, this country. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, do we have any hot topics? Is anything interesting happening? Well, I mean, 2022 is bringing a lot of new comics, and I'd like to talk about maybe what we know a little bit about the Destiny of X books coming our way That's via great. the X-Men office at Marvel. Yes. yes. So we saw, I think the latest was X-Men Red. Um, we saw some preview art, cover art for Al Ewing and Stefano Caselli's X-Men Red. We found out a little bit more detail around it. Um, especially at the ending of Sword, which we will talk about later in the show. Um, but it seems that X-Men Red will focus on our favorites, Storm, Magneto, and Sunspot. And Agent Brand. And Agent Brand, and actually Vulcan, who Agent Brand has in her corner. Yeah. As we know, Agent Brand, vicious piece of shit, horrible person. Or is she? Or is she? No, she is. <laughs> <laughs> she is she is her and beast deserve each other <laughs> but it looks like a good book yeah i oh, love well, the I'm addition excited. of sunspot because in the end if anyone thinks they're gonna get one over on storm hmm. yeah no no i don't think so you've got storm with what is described as a broken magneto i'm kind of interested to see what happens with magneto in immortal x-men another book coming this one about the quiet council that one will all be about the Quiet Council and then the fallout from Inferno. That is the one that I am most excited for because that's what oh, I've been for wanting sure. from day one is just the basically the intrigue. And, you know, it's basically the political intrigue. It's like House of Cards but, yeah. uh, on Krakoa. Secession, Game of Thrones. There was a description or a quote from somebody that was like, Half the characters think that they're in Game of Thrones and half the characters think they're in Secession. And then there's one character who knows that they're in Veep. (laughs) (laughs) Sinister. (laughs) Like the best, exactly. The best quote (laughs) to get me hooked on that book. Um, It's not just X-Men Red. We've got Legion of X also by Cy Spurrier and Jan Bazaldua. Which is weird because then they're called the cops. They're kind of like like the peacekeepers. Peacekeepers. But then they're in charge of religion. And I was like, does anyone else see that as problematic? A little <laughs> problematic. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting let's have the balance. Let's people that are the people. I don't know. I guess I don't know if religion and although, but that's me being traumatized by Christianity. I guess yeah. people maybe in, in a world where religion was people that were actually moral having moral people in charge of the laws that does, I guess that technically makes sense. Like having people that care about all other people in charge of the laws. That's a novel approach. Yeah. I'd love to see it. I think in my problem is, is religion and morals aren't a real, like that just doesn't go together. They certainly have nothing to do with peace. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So that'll be interesting. That will be. And then I read something interesting about Knights of X, the book that's going to be coming out of Excalibur, which we also can talk about the finale of that because that happened over our break. Um, there's a little tagline somewhere that says 10 realms 
10 knights and i'm wondering if knights of x is actually knights of 10 oh a la swords 10 of swords uh-huh oh. uh-huh yeah but i think that book the premise of it to me feels more appealing than excalibur which excalibur's mission statement was always a little like loosey-goosey for me yes we're the mutants in other worlds okay i get it but this has a little bit more of a focused premise in that elizabeth braddock will be sort of like the lone mutant freedom fighter in other worlds a land that is actively banning all mutants or killing all mutants but it looks like other mutants are going to be in this which is great yeah i just like to see betsy put in that context like she's the lone warrior who has to fight for freedom that like yes now we're doing betsy braddock a little bit more justice than i felt we were doing for her in excalibur where she was kind of like woe is me i don't like it all the time yeah any other interesting things coming out well not in the world of x-men but one book i do want to like not talk about talk about but talk about kind of the ramifications of it or the things that it teed up is this book timeless i think it's written by jed mckay i hope i'm not wrong time did you read that at all it was a one shot that came out like a week or two ago centered around kang yeah i did read it and yeah a few a few orcus things popped up a few x-men things were kind of yeah here and there but also the broader marvel universe like it looks like there's going to be captain america is going to have some kind of fall perhaps at the hands of bucky um looks like iron man might ascend to some kind of weird godhood i hope i'm not misinterpreting that and then was it mr miracle is coming yeah mr miracle is the big reveal at the end miracle man not mr miracle uh, miracle Miracle man Man. yep 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 that he's on his way which that that's been years in the making his rights were bought years and years ago uh the punisher kind of being is that the one with like the rape yes yeah the kid miracle kid no kid Kid miracle Miracle yeah the robin yeah so weird yeah really really weird um it tees up judgment day which is going to be a big event crossover event between the x-men the avengers and the eternals that's yeah, interesting. that's the thing where, yeah, it seems like it's... And they're saying in the relationship between the Avengers and the X-Men will never be the same. Oh, when is it ever? Yeah. So that's... So I don't know. A lot of lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun stuff teed up in Timeless. So we'll see. It looked like... Another thing is like Mary Jane with Spider... A Spider-Man costume on. God, who knows? It looks like Spider-Man, Peter Parker might be in, in your neck of the woods. He might be in Hollywood. Yeah. Where Ben Riley will be in New York. New Iron Fist. How long has Ben Riley been a thing? Ben Riley came about in the the iconic and I, you know, use that in quotes, clone saga from the nineties. I know, but how long has he been like back active as Spider Man? Oh, not very long. It was the end of the last run. Yeah, where I, it's uh, I don't It's been a few issues. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not into that. Okay shit anyway let's a lot a lot coming around the mountain in marvel that's that's what we're that's what we're putting down here but how about we talk about some goddamn books let's do it let's do some x-men books let's get a little x in here hit it
Let's catch up before we get to Inferno. We'll end in Inferno because that is basically what we have been waiting for. Um, oh yeah. But let's let's catch up on some ones that we didn't get to go over. Right. Um, Excalibur. Excalibur okay. has ended. Um, and basically, it's it was there's been a war going on uh, where Merlin has kind of tried to battle against uh, Saturnine. And they hate all mutants and they want to destroy all mutants from Otherworld. And it looks like they were kind of succeeding in taking over. And uh, everyone in Krakoa are like, oh, we don't like this. So let's just shut the gate. Let's bail. Um, But Betsy dives back in and is like, nope. Nope. I'm not putting up with this. Which, yes, like now I've, I've never felt like Betsy has been acting like Psylocke. Like the I I liked Excalibur and I love that it's about the Alan Moore stuff and I, I always thought it was a good book. I'll be a little confusing at times. But Betsy never felt like that that Psylocke cutting edge warrior hard ass. I think the problem is is that they kind of were being like, well, that's Quanon. And you're like, well, but no. But it's still her. It was, it was Psylocke her. was like that. I feel like you're right. When she became Captain Britain, she was like, it was like pre, uh, like Australia Betsy in a weird way. Yeah, like her edge had been taken away. Yeah. Like this but is why? a woman, like remember when she like tried to join Wolverine and the X-Men at the school and then she was like they're like you need to go because you're, you're too like, yeah you're too intense and you're killing you're people. too deadly and also right. she's a murderer like she was on X-Force she's one there's not many X-Men that kill and she right. is one of the X-Men that is like oh I'll fucking slit your throat I don't give a fuck and I think I that's something fuck. that's missing and I do want that back that's the thing like Remember when Betsy Braddock didn't give a fuck? Yeah. And she gave so many fucks in Excalibur. My yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get some of that back. But I'm looking forward to it. I am too. Um, What else did we miss? Well, Trial of Magneto. Oh, God. Well, Evil Jeff, dare I say this? I like where it ended. Well, they br- they finally... They, I mean, this is a very big, huge thing that Scarlet Witch did. So it turns out all of this Scarlet Witch, who killed the Scarlet Witch? Suicide. Damn. Yeah, a planned murder. Yeah. Suicide. Damn. Double homicide. You ever, you ever see that? <laughs> what is that? What is that? It's this awful thing from like, I think it's like Love and Hip Hop or one of those reality shows. And this woman was just like, it just is like, I just saw one clip and someone was like, you said you had an abortion? And the other girl goes, yeah, twins. I had to abort my twins. And this other girl just goes, damn, double homicide. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then everyone goes, and she's like, fuck you. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just a joke. Wait, I, I think I've seen that on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, double homicide. Oh, my God. But suicide, suicide. She fucking is like, you know what? I'm going to fucking blow my brains out. I'm going to blow my goddamn brains out so you don't hate me anymore. Yeah. Talk about, oh, my God, get some therapy. It's like, oh, my God, none of the mutants like me. You know what? Guess what, Wanda? Sometimes people don't like you. 
and you just deal with yeah, it. Yeah, Wanda, you don't need to be liked by everybody. Good luck living your life yourself. that way. Jesus she Christ. did, though, yeah. because she knew that if she killed herself, she'd be able to do this spell where they would be able to reach out to mutant souls who were lost pre-Cerebro. And or just that Cerebro could not take. So I, I guess that means that all the mutants that died in Genosha at Cassandra Nova's hand are now up for re- resurrection. I didn't I didn't think they I weren't they before. Were. No, they always were. Yeah. No, I, I, I think some, no, I, I, I think no, it's just like it's just everything every just prior before Cerebro. Which means Well yeah. Um the one that was like having trouble was uh Yeah. James Proudstar. John Proudstar. John. John Proudstar. Proudstar. Fun. Thunderbird is finally back. This is probably, I mean, talk about, he was never brought back, ever. No, no, never. Because wait, did he come back in Necrotia at all? Maybe, or like, was it Necrotia or was it this other thing that took place in hell? But that was like not really fully, it was never really like fully him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, like the John Proudstar in his like John Proudstar most purest form has never come back until now. Yeah, so, and that's going to be a new book written by Native American writers and artists. So I'm like super excited to have that. So great. Um, so that that is like, and I was like, oh, so this is a, a game changer for Krakoa where anyone can be resurrected granted it's like oh you're i mean it's a lot of shit has happened since you were resurrected so um i find all of this very fascinating but they had to cover it up so toad takes the fall yeah and so he gets pulled down into the pits which i'm like wouldn't the like as soon as it was solved why didn't anyone say, okay, so can we get Toad out of the bowels? Because he clearly didn't do it. But that's the but thing. Is just like, leave him there. But, but does um, does the Quiet Council know that she did it, that she killed herself? I, I, I guess not. Because she's like, I'm never going to stop fighting to clear Toad's name. So that's the thing. Like, is like, is it, is, so is it only Magneto? And he's not telling that knows, and he's not telling. I'm just like, why can't the Quiet Council know? But no, they they all know because the whole now the whole myth has changed. She's no longer the pretender. She's now the redeemer. No, but that I think that's the thing is Exodus calls her the redeemer now because he's happy that she killed herself. That this happened. I think I think the whole thing is they're like, oh, if I planned this all and gave it to them, they wouldn't accept it. But now that they have it, can't you be like, oh, by the way, I did kill myself, so. Yeah, I, just somebody go get Toad is my point. Come yeah, on. it is a little, it's a little, I mean, well, I'm apparently Sabretooth is going to come back at some point. So people are coming out of the pit. They are coming out of the pit. Nanny and Orphamaker, they're coming out of the pit. But all in all, still an awful book. Stupid. I mean, Still an awful much, book. And also. How much just to get that little thing happening. Oh my God, I know. And also an awful title. What the fuck did it have to do with Magneto? Yeah, it's kind of just like the Holy Roman Empire. It was not holy. It was not Roman. It was not an empire. Discuss. (laughs) Discuss. (laughs) The trial of Magneto. It wasn't about Magneto and there was no trial. It wasn't a trial. It wasn't a Magneto. And there was very little of. Discuss. (laughs) Yeah, I'm fucking sick of it. Yeah, it was just not a good book. I am fucking sick of it. 
and yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. It wasn't like, do we need that much just for them to be able to resurrect um, Thunderbird? And if this was all just to resurrect Thunderbird, maybe do something about Thunderbird. (laughs) Also, why was Thunderbird pre-Cerebro? Like, Cerebro was in the comics. Yeah. But before Giant Size X-Men. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. Well, no, but maybe it was before. Well, I guess, no, but the Cerebro might have been there, but maybe not. Maybe that was before Moira met Moira with Xavier. Because there's Cerebro, and then there's Cerebro with everybody's memories. I guess. It was stupid. Whatever. What else did we miss? I'll have to reread it. Sword. Sword. S-W-O-R-D. Yeah. Sword. So, my head is spinning. Wizkid, triple agent working for Brand, doesn't realize Brand, double agent, secretly hates mutants. Yeah, she's just like, oh, you think I like Krakoa? You think I like mutants? I'm a fucking self-hating... I'm an alien. I'm a mutant-hating, self-hating bitch. So she's half alien, half mutant. She's like, I hate my mutant side. I hate it. I hate my mutant side, and I want everybody to die. And she kills a very... Has this character ever died before? I feel like Henry Peter Gyrick has died before, but who am I? Henry Gyrick, she fucking, she fucking shoots him out into the, into the goddamn into space. Yeah, Shit. he dies Ebony Maw style. I, that was an Infinity War reference. Um. Yeah. Shit. Shit, man. And she's like, I hate mutants. I hate Krakoa. I hate Araco. I'm gonna put an end to all of it. By the way, buy my new book. I it's hate called X-Men Rib. I hate I hate my green hair. I hate my acid hands. I hate everything about mutants. I hate Cerebro. I hate Emma Frost and her I white diamond I hate these new dress. glasses I just bought. What was I thinking? <laughs> these frames look awful on me. I hate Magneto. I hate Cable. She's I so hate full of hate. I know. No wonder her and Beast were together. Ugh, seriously. They deserve each other. She should be like beast i hate mutants and he 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 might be like i do too yeah and then moira will be like hello i'm still listening i know right okay so so that is all setting up x-men red so i'm just like i'm here for it part of me was like wait what she's a bad guy okay i like her it's like agent brand versus storm love it yeah yeah Yeah. i love it because you know Storm is gonna smack her smack a round. Shit out of her. Oh my god, she's gonna smack her so fucking hard. It's gonna be the smack heard around the galaxy. What else? What else was there? I think that's it. I think we X-Men can move on to, to like X-Men. current. Yeah. So X Men number six. Captain Krakoa. Captain Krakoa. Let me like, tell you did something. Did I miss an episode? I was like, did I miss an issue? No. I okay. Didn't. So this <laughs> the storytelling technique by Jerry Duggan in X-Men 6 is very like, I'm just going to feed you bits and pieces of this story as a way to get you like, huh? Curious? I'm curious. I want to learn more. And like, it did make me want to learn more. I also found it a little confusing. Well, yeah, I literally kept going back being like, I must have missed something. Right. Because then they're like, Cyclops. uh... (laughs) So like, it was hard for me to understand. Okay, so first we get Captain Krakoa. And he's going around saving cats out of trees. So, 
and they're like, who are you? And he keeps going, ah. From that jawline alone, I'm already like, listen, I know he's flying. I know he's listed separately in the cast lineup page. I'm telling you right now, this is Scott Summers. But he also did something with his eyes, didn't he? Oh, I don't know. He's got that shield over his face. Yeah, I think it was like the way the the visor was over his face. It felt still felt cyclopsy. I yeah. also oh, was yeah. like, that's cyclops. Oh my god! It was like one th- just his. I know that jaw anywhere. Yeah, I know that cute little smile anywhere. That Scott probably has a huge dick. Summers. Scott. That's Scott, baby. Um, then they cut to Scott. Now it sucks because now Gene quiet. has to go, Krakoa, man! <laughs> Captain Krakoa! <laughs> then they have Scott in front of the Quiet Council, and this is what threw me. At first, I thought Scott was jockeying for this Captain Krakoa to be part of the team, and the Quiet Council was like, what is this? No, this is weird. But upon our second read, no, it's the quiet council. You're saying that wants. no, this has this is what it has to be. This has to happen. And Scott's like, what the fuck? But apparently this is happening because Scott died. Quote unquote. Which is the other thing. So you cut to the end of the issue and you've got Scott being mourned by the public. And yeah. that's where I'm like, did I miss something? So this is where you're just getting bits and pieces. So evidently the Quiet Council is like, to solve this whole Ben Urich thing, we're going to have this kind of image hero, a Captain America for Krakoa, join the team. You're going to be, quote unquote, killed, Scott, and then you're not going to be resurrected just to prove that death sticks. Yeah. Do you think he really died? No, clearly not. Oh, 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 and then was resurrected. That's what I'm saying. I'm wondering maybe. if they really killed him to make it look really real. Yeah, maybe. I can see which that Which is happening. kind of fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Which is then, which makes sense why he's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. They're like, no, we're going to blow you up. So just take one for the team. So it'll be interesting what I to see know, what happens. What I want to know is, in so he looks at Emma and he's like, is this unanimous? Meaning, like, are you on board with this, too? Two, and she's like... At two, Emma. At two, Emma. Darling, Kokoa gives away whiskey and medicine, yet only half the nations of men recognize us. They're simply not ready for what you're proposing. What I'm not clear on is, what is Scott proposing instead of this Captain Krakoa oh, plan? Oh, I think I know. What? Just telling everybody. Oh. I think he's like, just let everybody find out. It's fine. Just tell everyone. And they're like, no, 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 no. Which also could be that maybe he did accidentally die. And then when he was resurrected, he's like, well, well, let's just tell everybody because I'm part of the X-Men. And they're like, no, no, no. Right. Now you have to be Captain Krakoa because you have to stay dead. Right. That could be what happened. So I'm interested. It looks like they're going to go through the backstory next issue. So I'm very curious to see uh, what happens. Yeah. It's interesting. I think it's But I do think Captain Krakoa is stupid in general. But I think that is kind of the point. Yeah. Like, I think it's supposed to be hokey. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dumb idea. And Scott knows I like Captain Krakoa. Whatever, Billy. Your captain has twigs coming out of his head. He's stupid. 
Oh. He's got flowers for ears. Yeah. You're gay. <laughs> and Billy's probably probably is gay and is not ready for people to know yet. Yeah. And so Billy I don't want to talk about what happens with Billy that next. But it's not good. Okay. So the other the other plot and then we're there's something all right, so finishing up the Cyclops plot. Then at the end, he like anonymously tries to inform Ben Urich. So maybe this this is where you're right. Maybe this is Scott like, hey, I'm going to fucking call Ben Urich and I'm going to give an anonymous tip and be like, the mutants know how to resurrect. And Ben Urich, obviously, they fucked with his brain. Because Ben Urich's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I never met Cyclops. I don't know what story you're talking about. Yeah. So they totally mind wiped him. Yeah. Not good. As they do. As they do. Not good. I wonder what Jean Grey has to say about this. Well, that's clearly... Um, you know Emma was the one that did the mind wipe. I know. I'm sure Xavier was like, oh, um, yep, don't. don't. Uh, it's not a no for me. It's not a no. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. But I also do find it interesting of if they're naming, like, isn't thing, wasn't something named after Thunderbird and the Treehouse? Oh, yeah. The John Proudstar something, yeah. Or the Jet or something. But it's going to be interesting of then... He's now there. Does he have to be in hiding too? Right. Um, but all of this, whatever. The real story uh, yeah. is Inferno. Wait, hold on. Oh, oh, be, the other thing is, like, obviously you and I don't care all that much about this human dude um, taking the Mars moon. Yeah. Um, but I will say this. Nightcrawler is another one now that has to stay in hiding because somehow they killed Nightcrawler and they have his corpse on display. Well, they didn't kill him. So they, now, he died. Remember when the moon was crashing into Mars and in, in Legion? Oh, it's, just, it's, it's from that. From oh, when he died then. thank you. Yeah. But now they're like, hey, here's dead Nightcrawler, everybody. Like Nightcrawler can't be in public now. Also, I'm sorry. They were like, oh, we're taking over the moon and now we're adding all of these things. And I'm like, you terraformed a planet and you can't stop them from doing this sometimes i am just like i don't well they can't stop them because they'll kill them i don't get it but that's the thing in x-force they're allowed to kill people and also but guess what no who isn't subject to those laws arako why are they not helping arako get up there to kill them oh we're just gonna send one little dude and then he gets killed and we're not gonna do anything else i don't know that yeah. i will say the things of like how orcus is so powerful but the x-men yeah. are so much more powerful it doesn't make any sense why they are failing it's it's yeah the right that's the one like hole like in the writing where you're like you have not convinced me that they're like oh but now we can't do it i'm like why I still don't get that. I know. Even Sunfire, like after the orchestra, after uh, Phylong kills uh, Vornak, you know, even Sunfire was like, Bestie, what are you doing? <laughs> like, Sunfire, could you at least be mad at this guy? Well, like, or Sunfire, can you act like your character? Like how, who you right. are? Sunfire would be like, oh, oops, he got fried. Don't know what happened. They're like, whatever you do, don't kill him. It's our law. I'm oh, like, the whoops. guy has got... The guy has got pink skin and white hair and he's like, and dragon breath. Like, he's not human. Kill him. Yeah. You're not breaking a law. Fuck. The, and yeah, and, and also Sunfire doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck also. Yeah, well, maybe know. he's starting to give a fuck because uh, he's on whatever, the Whatever, whatever. That stuff is like, I don't know. I just, I hate how it's like, it's a lot of those things where when you see certain battles, 
where then suddenly it's like it's the Black Widow problem where it's like Loki is like shooting everybody and then Black Widow comes and then he's like doing hand-to-hand combat and you're like because it's Black Widow you know she has to have a chance you know what I mean right. where it's like yeah, yeah the no, story actually, is he would just blast adjusted in the head and be for the hero in three seconds right you know I just that shit is just driving me crazy um, but whatever. But I, I, it's like you got to have a bad guy. But I guess that's the other thing that's going to be in red is the, this dude is going to be an expert. Oh, yeah. Fai Long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The dickhead on the moon, as Storm's going to start calling him. But can we talk about Inferno now? We sure can because there's a lot to talk about here. I want to just first talk about my disappointment. Okay. When there was a preview... We saw Bishop, Psylocke, I know, I know. And this was originally supposed to be six issues, and it was cut down to four. And so I just feel really cheated out of the full story. I feel there was much more to the story that wasn't allowed to be told. And I don't understand, but I don't understand why. Right. It doesn't make any sense to me. If they're like, well, but we're about to start these new, the new issues. Okay, well, then have it come out twice a okay. week. Get another artist later. and have it come out faster. I don't know. It's, yeah. I want to take, I want to get bring Jonathan Hickman to a bar and get him drunk and be like, all right, oh, no, go. And, and I just want him to like, go Him off. and Chris Claremont together and be like, oh, shit. Oh, Hickman will never get a word in edgewise. <laughs> My God, have you ever been trapped by Chris Claremont at a con? I have. <laughs> like, okay, Chris, got to go. And another thing. <laughs> J- Jubilee should be a vampire. I'm like, all right. It's been 20 minutes. There's a huge line of people behind me, Chris Claremont. But uh, so Inferno. We Inferno. Uh, sadly, a lot is revealed to Magneto and Xavier, but none of it matters. Yeah, well, I mean, no surprise that they ultimately meet their demise in the battle against... Because we knew it was foreshadowed in issue one. That Xavier and Magneto were going to die. Yes. So, but how much memory have they maintained? That's the... they. Do, I mean, they're not They're not going to get the... They Because Xavier was even saying, no, one of us has to survive because we have to remember this. We have to... Yeah, exactly. So they're not going to remember. And basically... The thing that was uh, is that uh, Omega Sentinel, who really isn't Omega, she's just what is she? Is she another Nimrod from the future? No, she's Omega Sentinel, who's completed but, her whole like Omega cycle. Future. Yeah, um, yeah, she's like a fully programmed Omega Sentinel. So her and Nimrod turns out they're not Orcus. Because when Orcus shows up, they're like, oh, bye. And they just fucking kill all of them, too. Yeah, they're like, we, we, one might argue the machines, which pretty much is what Nimrod and Omega Sentinel represent, hate humans even more. Because humans put them in servitude even more than mutants have. Yeah, so I do like that it's like machines, mutants, humans. So Orcus, yeah, it's not Nimrod, it's not humans and machines Sentinel, versus mutants. Mutants. There's three separate things battling, and then add to that, we have um, Agent Brand, who is not Orcus. She's killing Orcus people. Yeah. So she's, she's her, her own. own thing, and then you have Araka, which clearly they're not part of anything either. So there's uh, the, well, 
I would I would think that they're on board with the mutant cause. They're on board with the mutant cause, but as for whose side will they ultimately take, it's a fucking crapshoot. That doesn't necessarily mean they're going to take Kirk's yeah. side. Right, uh, but I do think that their queen is winning them over yes. more yes. and more each given day. Each given battle, she has to fight. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. But, so yeah, uh, so Xavier yeah, so, and Magneto they, versus... They basically explained to them... Wait, what was the big reveal that they are kind of telling them? Uh, basically that it's just the machines versus the humans and the mutants. Like, that. that's the reveal. Yeah. And they lose. And... Xavier and Magneto lose. Xavier and Magneto lose... Very interesting. Xavier demonstrates um, powerful telekinesis once again, which has happened here and there. Yeah, I did find that interesting of like, is that something that anyone just discusses? I was actually questioning, was that really Xavier? Was that Magneto doing that? I th- It was Xavier because it was lightning coming out of his eyes. Another thing we've never seen. Yeah. I mean, I like that, though. Like, I'm not one to say, well, he's never showed up before. He's the most powerful mutant mind ever created. Like, you damn well, he better have some well, telekinesis in there. I do think, here's there. the one thing, because with all this switch of, like, Psylocke and Jean Grey switching powers, and literally it was like, oh, this one writer decided to switch their powers off screen, like, off issue right in the time slip and i think the way you talk about that is in the end telekinesis and telepathy are the same power and it's kind of like like the kinsey scale of gay and lesbian like gay and straight how fluid are you how fluid are you and i think no matter how how straight xavier is with his telepathy there is a little bit of an access to telekinesis like everyone has a bit of an access to both that's what i like to think yeah some wonderful parallels between this and House of X. Like, I love the line. I mean, the, the big secret, you know, is Omega saying, we hate humans as much as we hate mutants. And I love her line to Xavier, listen to me, mutant. It's not a nightmare if it's real. Yeah. Mirroring Moira's line, it's not a dream if it's real from House of X. Then we go to Good. back. Go ahead. Wait, what? No, I would say good full circle moments around this whole issue. Because then we get to Moira. And she's like, whatever, bitches, you two dumb lesbians. You can't fucking kill me, you stupid lesbians. (laughs) And Destiny's like, yeah, we can. And fucking Mystique pulls out a fucking gun. Did you recognize the gun right away? No, I did not. Did um, I. But I was, yeah. But when they revealed that it's Forge's uh, power stealer gun that he used on Storm back in the day, I was like, oh, okay, of course. And who was in charge of that? Of getting them that? Miss Frost. Miss Frost. Emma is fucking behind it all. She's like, she. I do feel Immortal X Men is going to be. In the end, a power play of Emma Frost taking over. Like, I, yeah. I I, kind of want Magneto and Xavier going into the pit and then Emma Frost being like, I'm actually, there's going to be a quiet council, but there is going to be an empress and it's fucking me. Hell yeah. 
and I'm fucking. The, She's like, the I got, I got queen general. in my name already. Yeah, I got queen in my name, and also I'm fucking the general. So I got the war, uh, the whole army is on my side, bitches. Yeah, Emma Cersei. Exactly, and I'm here for it. I'm but here for here's it. The thing that's interesting, and I will say this because I, I will say if someone's going to come, because Brian Hickman is gone, so Moira's story going forward is up for grabs. So she gets shot with now. She no longer has the powers. I though, here's the thing. This is a very, very tricky thing. I don't think you can kill her. And I'm just going to throw this theory out here. Tell me what you think. Okay. I feel that her power no. is ignited. And they said this before. She was like, I need to kill you before your powers come into effect. Destiny said that before. Yeah. Yeah. I think once she becomes a mutant and that power starts. I don't care if she lost her powers now. That power was already instigated. And I think if she dies, she still would start over. I'm just throwing that I think out the, there. I'm just yeah, I think there. the writers would disagree with you. But yeah, it's a good theory. I'm throwing that out there. I'm just throwing that out there as in any writer that takes this over could easily do that. Sure. Could easily do that. Also, if Storm got her fucking powers back, that gun is not... Failsafe. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I right. want to see There's Moira. Switch on that Moira finding the adv- the adversary. <laughs> yeah, oh she's God. gonna find the adversary, and she's Please and she's God, gonna no. kidnap Forge, get the adversary, and she's like, "All right, make a little, <laughs> take me to the mountain, and give me my powers back." Mm-hmm. Let's do some, you know, some mysticism, some wanna, Native American I mysticism. Start over. Um, well, w- one thing I love about Emma in this scene where she's gifting the gun to Mystique and Destiny is the difference between her and Xavier's telepathy, where she says, oh, yes. when Xavier reads a mind, he sees strengths. When I read a mind, I see weakness. To me, that means like Xavier's telepathy makes him kind of gullible, which really fits really well for somebody who has this quote unquote dream of <laughs> unity. Yes. It's a little gullible, right? Emma, it like sees through bullshit. She's like, I see flaws. I see lies. I see weakness. Like I see the fear in people that's going to drive them to what they're going to do. I love it. I. Um, it's a great nuance. And it also is just, I wonder in the end, though, what did Emma really want to happen? Do you think she wanted Moira to die? Yes. Because I'm also wondering if she knows so much, do you think she knows that Doug knows? I wouldn't put that past her. No. Well, maybe. I don't know. Like, I do feel like we gave Emma a little too much credit, although, you know, ever since the Moira hospital um, thing, uh, or it turned out she didn't know. Whatever, that was weird. But I really do think that out of everybody, the reveal is that it's Dougie that had the most information. It's Dougie that had the most eyes on everything and the most knowledge. Okay, but here's one other thing that we need to talk about, because this I'm a little bit confused. In the end, they were just like, the reason we want to kill you is because you still want to cure us. Yes. And that is the reveal from Moira that I was kind of like, I guess I didn't get that. I thought long and hard about this. I'm just it like, kind is of this fucked why, with me too? Why all those lives that you were living and then this world that you're doing 
how is that leading to the cure? You know what I mean? I don't get that. Right. Everything really seems like I'm doing a world where the mutants rule. And according to Omega Sentinel, they in this life, it all works out and they win. Yeah. So this whole thing of like, no, actually, I do want to just cure all of you. Yeah, it's a little disconnected. And I just wanted you all to be together. Is it just like, I want you all in one place so I could just cure you when you're all born? So I can drop a cure bomb on you? Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, but then that's the other thing is like, but then still new mutants. Are, I guess I found that. I was like, what is that plan? How was that going to work? That didn't, I didn't, that didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, she was working. Part of me is like, is that the pivot Hickman needed to make in order to end this? Was like, okay, okay, okay. Moira just wanted to cure everyone the whole time. I don't hate it because I can see like that being an outcome of living 10 failed lives or nine failed lives of like, I'm tired. Fuck this shit. I just want to die. But that's and if that means I need to cure, cure mutants for yourself. Yeah. But that'll spread. Like the whole point is like, if she comes up with the cure, it's going to be used on mutants. But that's no matter what. okay. So if that's the case, then this is what I would have preferred. She probably, I mean, she knew about the gun. She knew of that storm right. monster powers. Or, but then if she, let's just say she, it like slipped her mind and she, but that's the thing or no, it did slip her mind. Cause she was in cahoots with Xavier when storm lost her powers. So wouldn't she have been like, Ooh, Oh, give me that. Give me that gun. And let's start fucking shooting everybody. Or yeah. I also like the idea. Maybe if when they shot her and she doesn't have her powers, if she actually was like, thank you, kill me. I right. wait death. Just kill me. I just want to die. I kind of wanted that. I think right now it's like a little in between. So I was just like, I don't, because I understand the idea that she wants a cure for herself. Yes. And if that's the case, she should be fucking ecstatic that she's not a mutant anymore. I mean, instead she right. seems really upset. So there was just some things that I wasn't fully getting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there's some gaps here. One thing that, made it feel good for me is as you know i was always struggling with why the whole no precog thing i never it never made sense to me now it makes sense is that the precog will know that she was duping and she wanted to cure them the whole time exactly yes so for and i and i get that and it's all there there's just right now and i do think i do think if there were two more issues it would have been it yeah. all would have been explained better Yep. Thanks a lot, Marvel. Thanks a lot, Jordan D. White. But it's probably not his fault. They're not able to kill her because good old Dougie comes in. And that's the thing I like also is like super heroics wound up winning at the end of the day. But also super heroics and the person that ends up saving everything, it was the character that was considered the weakest. Yeah, it's great. Also the chaos twink chaos twink oh my god can that be his like new x-men name that's his I hope new so. name, chaos twink because what a chaos twink oh my lord and the fact that he's but this is how chaos he is is destiny's like i don't actually know what he's going to do he has yeah decided. exactly and that's another thing that i like about her powers is that she can only predict when people have made a firm decision of what their intentions are and i think that is fascinating that's a very it, this really, aspect to her powers. It really is cool. Yeah. 
I loved Dougie's entrance. It was, I had like an out loud. He looks hot. He looks really hot. But also like, it really was like, here comes Douglas Ramsey to save the day and to like, just stop all of this ugliness from happening. I really liked that moment. Yeah. Powerful. And that's what he's saying. But now you have to realize that once Moira is a human, if you kill her, you go into the pit. And that's when Irene starts being like, "Uh uh-oh, here's what I see. Either we're going to go in the pit. You're not going to see me, but then I die. And then we're not going to be resurrected for a long time. Like she starts spitting out all of the scenarios. Yeah, and the three scenarios. Like, Ooh, none of these, none of these are good. How about none I, of these work out good? How about I just kill you? And he's like, yeah, maybe you don't know. My wife is a fucking badass warrior. You could try. Yeah. And that's what I love is that uh, Bay the Blood Moon, she's in on all of this. And Warlock, so in the weird way, those three are the ones that are really running Krakoa in the end. Warlock. I mean, four, if you count if you count Krakoa. Yeah, and Krakoa, Kr- yes, yes. Krakoa's in on it, too. Yeah. That's oh yeah, good. It's good, good. And I love that Warlock gives Moira a techno-organic arm, and immediately she's like, is this your way of keeping tabs on me? And he's like, well, that's not a no. <laughs> the thing... Um, the thing that then she like leaves, they're like, now that you're not a mutant, once you leave this, uh, you can't go. I love it. She's like, aren't you going to wish me luck? And they're like, no. <laughs> no. Here's what I think is going to happen with Moira. I think she's going to become the head of Orcus. I-, I agree. I agree. I think this is actually, this whole thing was leading up to Moira's supervillain origin. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. Because I do think, also, I think, because I think in the end, what her big thing is, is I have a feeling that she's going to run for Orcus. And I think this is going to be probably years down the line. They're going to have where they, where it's revealed Moira's in charge. And then they're like, we're going to stop you. And she will put a gun to her head and she'll be like, yeah, but I got my powers back. So true. Yeah. I'll just blow my brains off and start over. And everyone's like, ugh. Because that's why I honestly feel her being in charge of Orcus. And having her powers makes her so much more dangerous that I still want her to have her powers. I think that makes her so much yeah. more of a threat. Yeah. And perhaps my favorite outcome of all of this is at the end where Emma resurrects. We, we, we see our scene to me, my X-Men. Emma resurrects Xavier and Magneto. And she says... I told everyone everything. Yeah. <laughs> I told the entire Quiet Council. Yeah. Everything. And I love that the name, the Quiet Council, which I always thought was pretty cool, but didn't really have like deep meaning for me, now really has meaning. Mm-hmm. They all have this secret that they cannot talk about. And they are now trapped by the burden of the truth. And they have to stay quiet. Mwah. Yeah. Especially knowing that, because that's the thing is like, they all know that you guys, I mean, I will say in the end, it was also interesting where it was describing each of the people where there's like the nation's founders, which is Magneto and Cyclops, the always faithful. It shows oh, uh, Nightcrawler and Storm because that's the ones where they're just like, hey, we're pissed that you did this. But in the end, the ultimate goal, we believe in the ultimate dream and the ultimate goal. So we're still right. going to be by your side. 
the trustworthy, which is literally just uh, we're waiting for you to your betrayal to happen with Colossus. Well, he's a man, but he's a man of integrity. The trust, you know, like well, but, if Colossus says he's gonna, oh, but but trustworthy, oh, yeah, trustworthy as in he's not trustworthy because he's being he's being controlled. And nobody yeah. knows that. Um, the innocent children. We see Doug and. Um, their broken keepers, we see Emma. The heroes, we see Kitty. The villains, we see Sebastian. The killers, we see Destiny and Mystique. The liars, we see Mr. Sinister. And the true believers, which we see Exodus. And I think it's such a fascinating of like, I love that Exodus is like, in a weird way, like like the crazy right-wing zealots. Yeah, yeah. Of Krakoa. And that's the thing is like, imagining... All of them, like, like, can you imagine being Kitty on the Quiet Council, being like, Emma, what the fuck? But then also knowing that Moira was alive, wait, what? And then Destiny and Mystique betrayed everyone and tried to kill them. Oh, but wait, Xavier and Magneto also betrayed everybody. Like, who? none of these people are really going to be trusting each other. Right, and also add to the fact, poor Kitty, also my, my ex-fiancé who doesn't know I'm a lesbian? Yeah. I can't wait for this book, Immortal X-Men. What a great, these pages are a great setup yeah, this to is Immortal X-Men. Immortal X-Men is, it's going to be, and I'm telling you right now, though, if they go the way of X-Force, where then it's like, hey, we're going to get a new team to we're on a mission. go to this one weird country and we're all going to surf. I will blow my fucking brains out. I don't. I don't think it's going to be that. Who's writing Immortal X Men again? It's somebody. New. Is it Jerry Duggan? It's. I don't think it I is. I forget. I think it's somebody that wasn't writing anything. Um, I'm sad about Emma Frost. Like, I'm not sad. She's amazing. But this whole scenario, these whole circumstances, like everything Xavier and Magneto have done, they have forced her to sort of be a little bit more villainous lately. Like they Wait, forced her hand. Kieran Gillen is, is writing. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's great. Oh my God. It's going to be great. Like they really have forced Emma to be, you know, to like lose her integrity a little bit is to, to be more of a schemer and a liar and a murderer. Like, but they've here's really forced here, her hand. It's, but they, but in the end, which is why I hated what happened with her in uh, the Inhumans is because all of her decisions were based on her relationship with Cyclops. And these, all of her things are based on the child, the new children mutants, the future generation of the children mutant kind. Yeah. And so all of the evil scheming, you understand why she's doing it. So I'm fine because she has a brutal heart. Also, what if this all just turns out that all this time, Emma Frost is a pedophile? Oh, stop And when she's saying it's for the children, it has a completely different meaning than what we think. Women cannot be pedophiles. That is not true. (laughs) That is not true. Oh, my God. Everything is so good. But we read something else as well. What? Well, should we discuss some other comics? Yeah, let's do it. You gotta get a comic. Hit it. You gotta get a comic if you wanna get ahead. All right, there's a new thing coming out where uh, issue two of 
uh, what's it called? Um, Devil's Rain. Devil's Rain. I was going to call it Dark Rain, but I'm like, that's not it. Devil's Rain. Devil's Rain. That's what I call a bukkake. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And um, basically, Daredevil got the Purple Man's kids to make Fisk, Kingpin, forget that he Everybody. who um, the secret identities of, and I think it's not yeah. just Daredevil; it's everybody. He doesn't remember the secret identities it's every, of everybody. Not just Kingpin; it's everybody. Of everybody, no, no, no. forget. But did the everybody? Children, did did everybody, that to everybody? Did everybody know Matt Murdock? Yeah, I think. Um, Whatever doesn't matter. Kingpin, everybody. What's the difference? But Kingpin kind of knows something's up, and he because he's like, I kept files and I can't read the files. And in a way to get back at Daredevil, he's like, Oh, this thing of where kids can't be superheroes. Let's make it that anyone using their powers, it's now illegal in New York, and I'm going to have my little Thunderbolt squad uh, start arresting everybody. Which honestly, now that we in New York have our new mayor, Eric Adams, it totally feels like something that could happen here in New York. I feel like that's an Eric Adams move to be like, there's not going to be any more super ha- superpowers. No more heroes, is just cops. Eric, is Eric Adams a Republican? He's a little, he seems like, no, he's a Democrat, but he was a cop. Um, oh. And he seems like he's a little batshit. Like well, the first the few thing. days has been a little how, weird. In New York, they always elect these middle of the ground neoliberal Democrats. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's better. It could have been Cynthia Nixon. Um, it could have been Cynthia Nixon, who just got, like, violently finger-banged, I hear, in her TV oh my God. show. I, can we just, real quick, I don't want to discuss it fully later, but are you watching the Sex and the City? I'm not. I'm not watching. I am. I just it feel is, like no, those characters have no place no, in today's... T- but that is why you have... It is the most fun thing to hate watch. It is so... It's like watching a like a thirty minute train wreck, and the person who finger bangs her, Che Diaz. Do you know what is trending on Twitter right now? Hey, what? hey, it's Che Diaz, because she that was the, what she said when she gets buzzed up to go finger bang Miranda. She's like, she's like, hey, it's Che Diaz, and now it's just trending because everyone is like, basically, it's like, hey, it's Che Diaz, and it's Drew Barrymore from Scream answering the phone, screaming, like it's <laughs> she is the new she's the Jar Jar Binks. She's the new Jar Jar Binks of Sex of the City. And you have to watch it just for the train wreck of this character. No. Hey, it's Jay Diaz. No. <laughs> it's, oh, it's so much God. fun to hate watch. You have to watch it to hate watch it. Okay, I will. But anyway, Dark Rain, New York. Um, Devil's, uh, Devil's Rain. Rain. Devil's Rain, New York. Uh, they all start getting arrested. It reminded me a lot of um, House of M. When it's like all the all the the main superheroes are underground, and they're all yeah. having to kind of link up and be like, "Uh oh, what should we do?" And they realize very civil war. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the only thing that they can do is just run against them. Right. That is the most interesting part of this story. I really thought, and it, <laughs> I, I kind of loved this moment. We as readers knew that this was leading up to the mayoral candidate to go up against Fisk is going to be Luke Cage. That was pretty clear. Tony is the one talking to Luke like we need to run a candidate to take him on in the election. And then the reveal of like, oh, wait, Tony thinks it's himself that's going to run. And all the other heroes are like, no, it should be Luke. Yeah, and the Tony rich being guy, like, oh, of no. course. Right. And Tony being like, oh. 
oh yeah of course like i was like yeah tony don't you see no tony can't see past himself yeah, we cut back to him looking away like oh i know and he's pissed yeah fucking egomaniac i mean it makes sense ego maniac totally yeah it, it, but it makes total sense yeah it's good like now i'm just waiting for tony to be like i don't get it just because i'm white you know white people don't have white pr-, and i'm like uh-oh and, and another thing men's rights <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um, yeah, I just, I like, um, you know, it's moments like seeing Reed and Sue arrested and Ben grabbing the kids and immediately getting the fuck out of there and also, going on the run. this prison where the men and women are all just together? That's very I know, just together. And like, like Reed and Sue making out in prison with their with their orange jumpsuits on. Um, but I, I just, I like this context for these Marvel heroes. Yes. And Storm's so I'm, already I'm, like, I'm don't, fuck with this story. don't fuck with us. Don't fuck with us. And but then uh, it looks like Kingpin um, has gotten has made like a little cane with the finger of the purple man in it. And so he's able to control people to listen to what they say. I don't I guess does yeah. that work on television or do you have to be in direct contact like within a vicinity of him? I'm not sure. I don't know. It depends how high def your TV is. Yeah, but I, but now he's like, oh, now that I can make everyone do what I say, fuck being mayor, I'm going to run for president. Yes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And then this is where some things got... Just where I was like, wait, what's going on? Electra mm-hmm. is now... Daredevil is like also a yes. Daredevil. But she's like, oh, they know I'm betraying... But she's betraying him? She No, she did something... That she doesn't want Matt to find out about, basically. And then the other thing is, who's the who was Kingpin's? Was that his kid, Butch? Who's I'm con- Butch? like, yeah, I'm conf- like. So this is where not reading Daredevil is confusing because that Darede- to me. Wasn't that Matt Murdock who came in? No, it's Mike Murdock. It's 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 ugh, Matt's. Matt has a, like a twin. What? Who is pretend? Yeah. So Mike Murdock. <laughs> Featured pretty prominently in Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil run, like the same run that brought Elektra to being Daredevil. So he has Basically, an evil twin. Is he? Is the evil twin have powers? The, no, and the evil twin does not. The e- right, but the evil twin is pretending to be Matt while Matt oh, is that's in jail. Why he was like, like, hey, Matt all everyone Murdoch, knows. I was so confused yes. of what the fuck that. Was. Okay, I was like, yeah. what? So is this? Daredevil was in jail. Daredevil was in jail, but Matt would never take his mask off. So no one knew it was Matt Murdock in jail. They only knew it was Daredevil in jail. Meanwhile, you have this Mike Murdock who I think was created out of magic in like some old, old, old Marvel story, is now pretending to be. Matt, I'm, so nobody thinks Matt okay, is Daredevil. Hold on a second. When you're in jail, it doesn't matter if you have a mask on. It's a public record that you're in in jail. Not in Marvel Comics. Oh, Jesus Christ. So they were like, oh, I'm not going to take my mask off. Oh, okay. They were just like... Well, people kept trying to take his mask off, and he would beat the shit out of them. And I was like, everyone was like, okay, we're going to stop trying to oh, take Jesus your mask off. Christ, that's Because you keep beating us the up. The dumbest thing I have ever heard. Yeah. All right. But whatever. It's interesting. It's a good read. It's well written. I'm like intrigued. It's fun. Yeah, and you know, I thought like they did they had good Ben Riley Spider-Man moments. But that was with Ben Riley fighting. I was like, oh, he's Taskmaster. a thing. Who was the younger Spider-Man? It's Miles. Why is he dressed in that other outfit? It's his new costume. Oh. Oh, okay. It just looked um it just looked like a sweatsuit. Yeah, it's Miles. I know. It just It's very Miles-ish. It just doesn't look as good as his last one. It looks cheaper. I know. Yeah. All right, whatever. 
And then the end with like this weird Doc Ock opening up a dimensional portal and bringing in like an alternate Hulk, an alternate Wolverine, and an alternate Ghost Rider to be his his Fantastic Four, his yeah. Superior Four, which wasn't weren't they on the Fantastic Four for a while? Wolverine, Ghost Rider, Hulk, yes. and then it was one, yeah. Spider-Man? And then I do like how he was like superior because that's the Doc Ock thing is his version. Yeah. He was superior Spider-Man. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So, yeah, I mean, I love it. I love it. I like, I like Daredevil, like the cover for next issue is Daredevil and Cap hiding in an alley. I'm like, yes, I like Daredevils and Captain America's hiding in alleys together. I like it. Of course, there are no alleys in New York City, but what are you going to do? Should we move on to things we've seen? Yeah. We just don't read. We see stuff too. Yeah. Let's talk about things we have seen. So please Watched. hit the music. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. All right. I brought something up beforehand, but there's another thing I thought of that I saw. Oh. I don't know if you saw. What? I'm just going to say this, and I want you to tell me if you saw it, because you'll know what I mean. Okay. Okay. Whoa. What? (laughs) Blossom? Who else says whoa? Joey Lawrence and Blossom? Who else says whoa? Oh, Matrix! Have you seen The Matrix? Oh, I did watch The Matrix. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Matrix Revolution. Or is it Revolutions? Resurrections. Resurrections, yeah. Yes. Did you like it? Um, let's do let's do a count one, two, three. Liked it or hated it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And one, two, three. Kind of hated it. it. <laughs> a little bit. I kind of liked it. I think I also went into uh, it eh. thinking it was going to be so bad. And then no, I was I didn't, like. I want to change my answer. I didn't hate it. Like I, 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 like, I liked it, but I'm not going crazy about it. Like, well, And I thought it was pretty stupid. I think the problem is, is that Matrix redefined action movies. And the whole thing with Matrix is it just defined how action scenes were shot. So you can't make the fourth episode of it just him pushing his hands out and blowing people away. Yeah. With regular static shot. Like there was no. And and this is where I wonder if um, what's Lana's sister's name of the Wachowski? Lily. Lily. I'm thinking Lana was the character development and Lily was the visuals action person. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what I felt was missing in this. It felt like, oh, I like the ideas of this and I like where it's going, but the delivery doesn't feel like a Wachowski sisters movie. Right. And that was my issue with it. Yeah. And Lily did not work on this, right? It was just Lana. No, it was just Lana. Lily was not credited. Yeah. Lily was bowed out. She's on working on like a sitcom. She might be working on Abby McEnany's show, right? Maybe. Yes. So the, yeah, the lesbian, the lesbian. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The um, work in progress. Yes, work in progress. Yes, that's the show she's working on. That she. Yeah, was like, they are. She I, was like, I don't want to stop working on this. So you do make sure. Right. She chose that over Matrix, and that show is great. And they're very good friends. Like I know the well. I I'm friends with Abby McEnany. Um, we were together all the time in Chicago, and. I used to be at parties and at Starbucks. So me and Abby lived in the same neighborhood and I would always see Abby's trans friend, um, this very tall woman 
who would be at Abby's house. Like, Abby would have parties at her house. And it was Lily. She would be there. We would be at Starbucks, and I would be talking to Abby, and she'd be like, oh, my God, talking to... I never knew Evil Jeff for years that that was Lily Wachowski. <laughs> oh, never, my God. That is amazing. Um, I was like, oh, hello, Lily. Blah, blah, blah. Never knew that was Lily Wachowski. Never. Mind And blown. so. That's crazy. I love that. I love that Abby and Lily are working together because they're, they're very close and they're very wonderful. I think that yeah. must be also just very. Just the fact that you're giving up Matrix to do that. You're like, she must yeah. be really happy. Like, she's probably like, I love doing this. And that show is really At, good. And also. Abby McEnany is the best person on the planet. She seems so like I a would, really nice person. She is the best person on the planet. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I feel like that's what's missing. And also, um, Lana Wachowski, you need to lose the dreadlocks. <laughs> it's time. It's time to lose the dreadlocks. Anyway, um, I did what I did like about it was the meta-ness of it and the pointlessness yeah. of doing a yeah. reboot and the idea of kind of weirdly putting the reboot into the new matrix world i thought was really funny i thought it was kind yeah of so funny. i they have basically a resurrected neo in the matrix again and neo thinks he's a game designer who created the game the matrix and so basically the plots and characters and everything that happened in matrix one two and three in this world they think was part of a video game trilogy yeah and then also to add to the weird gay cameos, all of the villains are just Doogie Hauser and John and Jonathan Groff. Groff That's my favorite part villains. of this movie. Is like, like let's our two gay two kings. Faggots. And then uh, the two, Joe two was talking. He's like, villains. is this like is this like how is this like a metaphor about how the gay community is bad to the trans community? <laughs> to the trans community, yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And, uh, but the thing that I loved about it is that it was like, oh, actually, Neil was never the one. It was actually the two of them. They were like Fenris. The two of them. It was, they needed the two of them together. Is what I did made love the that. Powers. And in the end, it was Trinity was the one that gained access to her full powers before Neo. And yeah, she's the one who was able to fly. fly. It, it was basically flying was the metaphor. And so all of yeah. that was fun. So, and I also love the part where yeah. when he was like having to, when he still thought he was in the, the that world and they were having to make the video game and it was like this montage of them talking about what makes a good and bad reboot and like what was the yeah. point of the Matrix. Those types of things I was like, oh, he, they, she totally gets that this is ridiculous. Yeah. And she is totally not taking this seriously. And I like that about it. But it just wasn't visually, it just did nothing for me visually. And that's yeah, and like also like as a movie, like it was like it was like exactly. nah, okay. But I mean, yeah. honestly, the other Matrix movies, the things that made the Matrix movie good were the action sequences. You were just like, right. whoa. And so without that, if you took those action sequences out of the Matrix and they were just boring action sequences, no one get that would just it's just a standard you know the one movie yeah the the other thing that kind of took me out of it is that i remember nothing about two and three. Oh god i had about to, i had to revolutions like, I had to so i had to look up a lot yeah a lot like it was like awful never watched them ever. right they were like i hate like i remember watching the scene with the architect in the theater in part two and i was like what the fuck is this like this is awful well then there's the old woman i was like is that jada pinkett smith an old lady makeup? it is jada. and then i was like wait a minute oh my god that's right jada pinkett smith was the star J- uh, me too i was like wait she was in these one. movies <laughs> yeah had no idea 
I like totally forgot all of that. Yeah. Also, I love that it was like so many sensate characters were there. Yeah, that's nice. That was nice. So many actors from sensate. Um, and I love Yaya as like a younger Morpheus. Like I, you know, it was so ham fisted of like the explanation of how you get and why you have a younger Morpheus in there. I but thought, I, I believe, but I will say it ham fisted. But I was like, I get it, and I believe it. And how why the reason they were younger, but then the, and they the way they they made so much time pass that Morpheus is dead. So it's just this digital Morpheus is the only one left. Yeah, and they were resurrected, and that's why they're younger. I was like, okay, and I I okay, I believe all of this. It just wasn't yeah. done as well as it could have been. But I find yeah. people and it's so weird because people are either like oh my god no it's amazing it's like meta right other people are like this is the worst movie ever yeah made. nobody's lukewarm like, on this at all i was i'm just more like, it was middle. fine it's fine yeah all right it's, like, it's fine i don't want to watch it again yeah no 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 um but kiana was cute like and kiana was very cute oh, in it so cute but i also I watched it. something that i didn't think i was going to watch but i ended up watching it anyway because i was bored Okay. In Jacksonville, Florida, where there's nothing to do. Oh, God. Do they even have TV in Jacksonville, Florida? They do have TV. <laughs> but, um, and they even have commercials. And, like, on the news, I forgot, just in the news, they were just like, uh-oh, looks like there might be more mandates and what you can do to stop it. Coming up at 11. Oh, God. Like, and you're just like, yeah. oh, that's just like, even the news oh. is like, just naturally right-wing. Ah! Yeah. Um, but, I'll uh, never forget where I took a flight that connected in Jacksonville. Like we had a connecting a connection point in Jacksonville and everyone who got on the plane, every man who got on the plane had just a mustache. And I was like, well, that's Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. yeah. I will say the weird thing is, is just me because of the pandemic. I have a bit of a pooch and I'm bald with a beard. And I was like, oh, actually I could put on a MAGA hat and easily... <laughs> And easily fit in here. <laughs> sure. If I had to go into hiding. Um, yeah. But anyway, while I was there, I watched The Book of Boba Fett. Yes, I've seen it. I only watched one episode, though. Is there two episodes out now? There are, I believe. But I you believe, didn't watch yeah. The second one yet? No, I did not. Are you going to watch the second one? I might if I'm really bored. I've got a lot of TV I'm doing right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. And I will say this, the thing that I found the most hilarious is that Patton Oswald, in an improv riff on Parks and Rec, decided yes. to give his description of how a Boba Fett movie would open. And that is this how the book of Boba Fett opens. Sarlacc Pit. It's that, which I found that just amazing of just like his yeah. hand just comes out of the sand. and Yeah. Um. The weird thing is, is that guy who's playing Boba Fett, I also just happened mm-hmm. on the plane. I was watching, it was like couples getaway, couples weekend with like. Oh, sure. With Isn't a, like Jennifer Aniston or Gail Godot or something like that? No, no, no. This was even earlier. It was, um, no, it's, it's what, what what's it? Oh. Dax Shepard. No, the guy who did, what's well, Veronica Mars. What's her name? Kristen Bell. Yeah, Kristen Bell. That's right. Uh, that's why I said Dax. But then also the guy who did Iron Man. What's the guy who directed Iron Man? What's his name? Jean Favreau. Jean Favreau. And then all who actually and then, also directed the show we're talking about now. Yes, yes. And so the movie he was in, that movie he was in, a big, hot, muscled, and this was like 2008, I think this movie was made. There's like uh, one of the island um, 
people that worked on the island of the couples retreat they were on is this hot muscled guy and i'm like oh my god that's boba fett oh it's boba and i was like holy fuck he's hot and he is not hot no well he aged at all but it's 10 but that's like 12 years that's, yeah 12 years did not do him good so i'm already having trouble of him not yeah okay so it's hard for me to, i mean honestly if the whole movie was just about that green alien guy with the pecs oh i love that they did that that they have a male sex slave with that from that species yeah, can yes. we just turn the camera and follow yes. him home and let it be Ooh, when he came on camera like so it's like the slave girl that was on jabba yes. right um the like the prostitute race there's a there's a there's a man one and he has a really nice body oh my god his tits were yeah gorgeous um but anyway i watched it this Boba Fett movie. And basically it's like he did he didn't fall into the big mouth. What was it, the mouth of that thing? I can't remember. Sarlacc Pit. Yeah, he didn't die. He gets out, but then he had to fight his way. He's actually take and then he takes over Java's Java's uh job, it looks like to me. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But people don't trust him and people still want to kill him and he needs to like prove himself. And I will tell yeah. you this. After um all of these other Star Wars movies being about, oh, there's a Jedi I have to protect baby Yoda or this little Jedi girl right. in the Bad Batch and now it's just I'm being chased around while protecting I was like I'm glad that this is a different plot yes and also it has Ming uh, Na Wen Ming Na Wen and she's awesome so I liked it was like oh this is like her time to shine and so I was like this is fine but it wasn't enough for me to care to like oh I have to see what happens next but this is someone right. who didn't like the Mandalorian so yeah. Also, there's a lot of Easter eggs in this that I I am not going to pick those up at all. And I feel like that's like the real part of the fun of watching this you is think from those older connections. Star Wars stuff or from yeah from yeah. The Mandalorian. A, both. How far and I'm after just like, the Mandalorian is the Mandalorian and this then happening at the same time? I think roughly. I mean, I think this is right after the Mandalorian, right? Or oh no 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 because he just came. This well, is, no yeah I think so yeah. Because the coming out of the Sarlacc pit is a flashback in the context of the yes, show. Yes, yeah. So this. So is like the present action, I believe, is happening right after. Like, yeah. But again, it's not like this is X Men where my brain is just like, ah, I'm making all these connections without even trying because I remember it. Like, I don't remember Star Wars stuff all that well. I, it is one weird. thing that I. Oh, go ahead. Uh, the Dave Pasquazi thing. <laughs> that was. The like the alien that was like I'm here on behalf of the mayor and he's like kind of a dick to Boba Fett yeah, yeah. like and I just looked at Jeff I was like is that Dave Pasquazi and it is that was oh I did not even I did not yeah. put two and two together well good for him it's like having Amy Sedaris in the Mandalorian yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm gonna say this though there's this term that people are using called like late stage capitalism mm-hmm. we are in late stage reboot. Oh, God. And I do feel like we're at a point now where it's just like, okay. And I get why everybody's wanted Boba Fett. But there's a thing we're watching this. I'm like, we got it. Did we need it? Right. Did we need it? Do we need a reboot of every single thing? I don't think so. And Mm -mm. I'm, I'm ready for it to stop. Yeah, but I can see Disney... Disney will they're not expanding stop. the sh- they will never stop well, also, and they're expanding the shit out of the Star Wars universe so naturally Boba Fett 
Spider-Man, yeah. oh, the yeah. biggest grossing movie since the pandemic. West Side Story. West Side Story is one of the best movies I have seen this year. Even though I didn't get to finish it. <laughs> That's how good it was. I didn't get to right. finish it because the fire alarm was pulled. It's still one of my favorite movies this year. Bombed. Bombed right. at the box office. Not because it was bad. Not because it was problematic. Not because it was Steven Spielberg. But literally because no one is going to risk going to see a movie. No one's going to risk Omicron for a musical. People will risk right. Omicron for Spider-Man. And that is the set. Just like how I'm going to risk Omicron for Scream. Yes. I'm Talk like, about reboots. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. And it's like, oh, wait, Scream is coming out next week, which uh, guess what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Spoilers of what we're going to be talking about next week. Um, I'm going to risk Omicron because I need to see that shit in a theater. I've seen every goddamn Scream movie in a theater, and I'm not going to stop now. I have to. I have seen both Scream 2 and Scream 3 by myself oh, in a theater. Really? And I'm going to do this. I'm going to do the same for Scream 4. You know what? I'm trying to think. It's, ter- it's terrifying. I don't remember. I remember who I saw every movie with except Scream 2. I don't remember who I was with. I think I might have been by myself for Scream 2. Yeah, Scream Scream 2 came out. I forget why, but I had to see it by my Like, I remember just like, I just walked into a theater. I was like, I have to do this now. Now. I have to do this now. And I just saw it. I saw with my boyfriend at the time, this guy, his name was Adrian. And he loved this. He loved horror movies too. And so we saw it at the Arclight Dome. I had just moved to LA. And Scream 4, Scream 4 literally was like, it gave me everything I wanted. <laughs> and so I am so scared. And mostly with that they all won and none of them died. And I really feel that yes. all, I kind of feel like they're all going to die. And I'm very, I am very I scared to see this movie. I, I like I already am convinced that Dewey is gonna die. And early. If Dewey dies, I can handle that. I can't I can handle, handle Courtney it. Cox or oh, no, or Sydney me Prescott done. I, I could I could handle Sydney more than I could handle Gail. <laughs> it's I I can't. But I just rewatched Scream Four. I rewatched all of them lately. Yeah, I'm Emma gonna probably Ryan. try and go through some of them before the movie. <laughs> Spoilers about Scream 4. Emma Roberts in the killer reveal scene that mirrors the first Scream yeah. when Nico Tortorella, first of all, it's Nico Tortorella, which I never even really yeah. appreciated. Pansexual king. Nico, yes. Um, when he's on the floor and he's like basically like saying stuff to Emma Roberts and she goes, would you just shut the fuck up already? <laughs> like, yeah. Just having Emma Roberts in a Scream killer reveal moment telling somebody to just shut the fuck up already is the best yeah. scene in a movie ever. Ah, oh, so good. So good, and I'm so excited, definitely more excited than Boba Fett. Than we are for Boba Did Fett because our West conversation just took a turn. No, I I will soon. And oh, Anita hosted SNL last night. I wonder how that went. Oh shit, I have to watch that. I haven't even watched the I never watched the um What's his name? Paul Rudd one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The one with like five people. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Boba Fett, I mean, take or leave. Um, Scream 5. 
And then Can't here's wait. the other weird thing is now all of the Oscar bait movies are coming out. And usually yes. it would be coming out sooner, all of these movies, because my friends, I'm friends with people that are in SAG. And so all the Screen Actors Guild um, screeners will come out, but they're coming out later because they don't give a fuck about the Golden Globes anymore. The Golden Globes have been canceled. Right. But didn't like nominations come out or they something? No, not nominations, Golden yeah, Globes. They did, yeah, the Golden Globes listed their nominations, but there will be okay. no event and it will not be broadcast. There's no event. There's no yeah, event good. broadcast. There is no reason. It's what is it like? Eighty fucking white people? Like well, they eighty they, people. They have is gone the Golden Globes, and they they added a hundred members, and they were blah, 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 blah. fuck the Golden Globes. I yeah, hate them. I, I, they sh- we, we shouldn't even merit. Nothing merits yeah, them being them. spoken about. They're awful. But anyway, so award season is coming. So I don't know. Usually, uh, I had trouble watching the awards movies last year. So maybe it will. Some of the maybe we'll bring them up in the in these because we like to talk about the Oscars in future episodes. Yeah, no, we will. So this we'll is and the, we'll do the, these are my predictions this year. Best actress, absolutely going to be Neve Campbell for Scream. <laughs> best supporting actress, Courtney Cox, Scream. Best supporting actor, David Arquette, Scream. Best actor, probably Jack Quaid, Scream. Oh, I thought uh, don't you'd want Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom. Andrew Garfield, sorry, Andrew Garfield, <laughs> Tick Tick Boom. There you go, that, and that's your Oscars. There we go. Oh, my God. I can't wait to talk about Scream next week. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I can't fucking wait. Oh, my God. But you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait, bitches. That, that's how it Oh, I'm so sorry. But that, thank you for listening. This was a bit of a long one, but we had a lot of shit to talk about. It's the new year. We're going to start with a bang. I love a long one. I love and, a bang. Oh, I love a long one, too. I love a long bang. Mm-hmm. But please uh, listen to us. Follow us. Uh, send us a DM stalk on Instagram, us. stalk us, cyberbully us, us on Twitter. Tell us if there's something that we should be reading that we don't know about yet. We're we're open to everything, and especially if it's gay or lesbian or trans or bisexual or or any of the LGBTQIA, any of those letters. If it's about that, we want to read about it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because you know what happened to us? Well, we used to read comic, like we read a lot of comics and saw a lot of good stuff. And then when we we realized um, when you read comics, well, that makes you queer. Welcome back, babies. Bye. Bye. Bye.